0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are
1: Sue and Cole. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and per usual, I'm joined by my mom, Sue Bushka, president of Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners out there, if at any point during the show you want to get some more information on what we're talking about today, don't hesitate to give us a call, 715 355 45 or you can visit our website retirewithbushka.com that's retire with busk Uh all sorts of resources on the website including some of our past shows uh, for the radio show as well as the tv show if you haven't yet checked out the tv show it does air every week in the uh, central wisconsin and then over in the eau claire chippewa valley area as well every sunday so make sure you check your local listings for that and also catch up on recent episodes on the website Uh, Also, if you are uh, thinking about anything that we're talking about today or really anything related to retirement and you want to talk that through with one of our advisors, give us a call to schedule a complimentary no obligation consultation right now at 715-355-4445 and you can schedule in our Wausau or Eau Claire office or of course you can schedule virtually if you would prefer that at this point in time. Now, after weeks of news stories and political back and forth, the American Rescue Plan has been signed into law by President Biden. And the act has a pretty broad reach in terms of who may benefit from it. And its ultimate objective is to try to grease the wheels a bit uh, as the economy slowly lurches back to life after more than a year of COVID-19 restrictions in both the professional and personal lives of all of us Americans. So the $1.9 trillion plan uh, earmarks about $1,400 for qualifying Americans, and that has gotten the lion's share of the attention. But once you begin peeling back some of the act's layers, it's easy to find elements that will affect many people out there. Uh, But before we uh, jump into the American Rescue Plan, let's take a moment to make sure we say hello to everyone here with me today, Tony and Sue. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: Well, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Cole. I've had uh, an interesting week. It's been really busy, and I'm excited. It was St. Patrick's Day week, and uh, I I always <laughs> enjoy St. Patrick's Day. It's fun. Uh, my family is My mom's side of the family is Irish, so I always get a card in the mail from her on St. Patrick's Day, which is nice. How about you yeah, guys, Sue? Yeah. What have you been up to?
2: Oh, just, you know, busy, enjoying uh, the beautiful weather we've been having lately, and uh, my mom's side of the family also is Irish, you know, they're all redheads. Oh, wow, oh, wow, (laughs) wow. So, yes, I have some Irish in me also, (laughs) Oh, compared with some Polish. Yeah, right. (laughs) What a combo. (laughs) Okay, now, Cole. Cole!
0: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and had to yell at you there. Uh, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good. Can't complain. Like uh, Mom said, the weather's been getting better and, you know, I have fingers crossed that we're not speaking too soon, but looks like spring might be oh. peeking around the corner here. So pretty excited about that. Your I lips to I'm God's uh, ear uh, there. Mother yeah, exactly. Nature's ear because, yeah,
0: we're we're more I'm than right. ready for spring and summer, aren't we?
1: I, right. I certainly am. I, I, I'm. I'm not a. I'm not a winter person by any means. Yeah. So the the warmth can come anytime. Yeah.
0: Well, and and we're we have a very timely topic that everybody's talking about. I guess you you mentioned we do. the the American yeah. Rescue Plan or the new stimulus bill. Uh, and there's a lot of great things in it. We're going to talk about some of those. I mean, there's you know we're not going to get into the politics, but there's you know, we're kicking the can down the road on another $2 trillion. I've got to assume that's going to affect taxes at some point. Right. But uh, right. and this sucker's a, a big deal. It's it's long. It's detailed. Uh, so there's a lot to it. So I think rolling up our sleeves and, and digging into some of the act's highlights is going to be great. Where do you want to get us started?
2: Well, we're going to use a recent Investopedia article entitled American Rescue Plan, Biden's 1.9 trillion stimulus package as our guide today. Now, that article begins by breaking the act down a bit. Now, remember, this is the third stimulus act to make its way through Congress. The first stimulus bill was a $2 trillion, and the second bill was uh, for $900 billion. So you don't need to be a math whiz to know that's a whole lot of stimulus. But drastic times call for drastic measures. So in addition to the direct payments, the act includes extended unemployment payments and the continuation of eviction and foreclosure moratoriums and bumping up the child tax credit while also making it fully refundable. So finally, the act also supplies money to state and local governments to help cover lost tax revenue money to schools to begin safely opening up kindergarten through eighth grade learning, and to subsidize COVID-19 testing and vaccination delivery. Wow. That is a lot,
0: Sue. (laughs) Yes, it sure is. But you know what? Uh, There's some great things in there. I mean, I'm sure a fair number of our listeners today are either parents or grandparents, so... Uh, the news of money to help schools reopen is more than welcome that is huge <laughs> i think yes. everybody's happy yeah right? exactly and i'm also struck by the aid to state and local government because it seems likely that without it uh, a lot of americans may have been looking at local tax hikes uh, or cut right. to government services that make our towns and cities tick uh, tell us a little bit more cole about those direct payments
1: Sure. Uh, Now, the act provides $1,400, like we had mentioned earlier, to single people making $75,000 or less per year. Now, that figure builds on the $600 in stimulus, um, the second stimulus, I should say, uh, to arrive at the $2,000 that was originally proposed for that particular stimulus. Now, couples with an adjusted gross income of $150,000 or less will receive the full stimulus amount. Additionally, dependents also qualify for payments. So it's important to note that payments to individuals begin to shrink for an income higher than $75,000 before vanishing completely at just 80000 now for this round. Now, for couples, the stimulus disappears for adjusted gross incomes greater than $160,000. So you uh, may or may not receive that full um, stimulus depending on where your income falls. Sure. And a lot of people have already
0: received their stimulus payments who qualify right and right. I know uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's the thing we've heard most about out there in the in the mainstream right. me, in the mainstream <laughs> exactly. media it's received a lot of attention uh, so I think a lot of people understand that aspect of it but what about an employment benefit Sue what can you tell us about that?
2: Well, the American Rescue Plan pushes unemployment benefits of $300 weekly through September 26, 2021. Now, just as importantly, it makes the first $10,200 of 2020 unemployment benefits tax-free for families making 150,000 or less. Now, additionally, if you had taxes withheld from your 2020 unemployment benefits, you'll be able to get that money back when you file your 2020 taxes. Or if you've already filed, you can get that money back with an amended tax return. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's
0: interesting. Sounds uh, like a good thing for uh, folks that are still unemployed out there. Now, speaking of unemployment, I know healthcare care is always a concern. Does the Act do anything in regards to COBRA? Because that's certainly an area of pandemic concern for a lot of people who are unemployed, keeping that health insurance benefit.
1: Uh, Well, there's some good news on that front, Tony. In fact, uh, the act includes a 100 percent subsidy of COBRA health insurance premiums. So the unemployed can stay on their employer health care through the end of September. Now, another critical element of the American Rescue Plan is an extension of eviction and foreclosure moratoriums. Specifically, the legislation provides thirty billion dollars in emergency rental assistance and another ten billion dollars in mortgage assistance.
0: I mean, what's another ten billion amongst friends?
2: Yeah, yeah I know, right? Who, who's gonna? I mean, know that's that's, yeah, right? that's <laughs> almost real
0: money to you and I, Sue.
2: That's, I know. I, mean, I know. So right? Right?
0: Uh, it's crazy. I mean, I was having a hard time wrapping my head around the $1.9 trillion. I, I mean, I can't even right. fathom that. But when you break it down and now, oh, $10 billion here, $30 billion there, I, I guess I see right. how that's up. Um, right. But uh, what about, and this I think is important, what about food assistance? I, I think I heard it addresses that. What can you uh, give us on that?
2: Well, it includes 510 million for FEMA's emergency food and shelter program, which will be used to offer overnight shelter, meals, and even a month's rent or mortgage assistance, and a month's worth of utility payments. Now, it also provides additional emergency nutrition assistance to folks on food stamps, including a 15% jump in benefits, that will now last through the end of September, rather than the original expiration of June 30th. The legislation also provides $5 billion to the pandemic EBT program, which supplies school children with emergency nutrition benefits. So additionally, that money will provide $800 million in funding to the WIC program for low-income women and infants.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's those you've given us a lot of numbers, and I'm sure that represents a grateful segment of people out there. And this has been a great show so far today, but we should take a quick break. Cole, do you have anything you want to add before the break?
1: Well, I want to encourage listeners out there that, uh, of course, if they're, number one, questioning what to do with their stimulus, if they don't have a need for it, then maybe you should consider investing it for your future. Of course, as financial professionals, we're always encouraging people to uh, add a little bit more to their retirement. And of course, some additional money uh, that was unexpected into your budget might help uh, to uh, offset some future expenses down the road. So that's always a good thing to discuss with a financial professional. And of course, we're happy to help you to discuss that topic as well. But also, if you're getting ready for retirement in the midst of this pandemic, it's probably a good idea to have a solid financial plan. So if you would like to schedule a complimentary no-obligation consultation with one of our advisors, give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com and click on that yellow Book Now button at the top of the page.
0: Well, thanks, Cole. And listeners, we're going to be right back with more conversation about what the American Rescue Plan may mean for you here on Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole.
1: Hi, I'm Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. In the last few weeks, our lives have been significantly impacted by the coronavirus, and we've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets across the world. Now, that volatility has caused anxiety for some investors, and it's understandable Because for the moment, none of us really knows what comes next. However, I believe our current economy reinforces the importance of having a financial strategy. No matter how the market is performing, recent events can be a reminder to revisit your financial goals and strategies. By revisiting your goals and strategies, you'll take a step towards ensuring that market volatility doesn't push you to make rash decisions about your financial future. Contact Bushka Wealth Management today at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com. Bushka Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin.
0: And welcome back to Financially Speaking. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And guys, you've been throwing a lot of big numbers at me. And uh, so my head's starting to hurt a little bit. Uh, I can't wrap my head around the size of some of these numbers, but you've talked about a lot of good things. I mean, we're talking about this new stimulus act that was passed and, you know, everybody knows about the payments, uh, the uh, personal payments, the stimulus checks. A lot of folks have already gotten them if they have direct deposit. Um, But you've also talked about a lot of other things. There's a lot uh, left to talk about, actually. So what do you have for us next?
2: Well, that Investopedia article that I had mentioned earlier in the show, it next addresses the expanded child tax credit. Now clearly, if you have kids of your own, this is a really big deal. The legislation provides $3,000 yearly payments for each child between the ages of six and 17 and $3,600 for each child under the age of six for couples who make $150,000 or less, and for single parents who make $112,500 or less annually. So payments would be delivered through direct deposit each month. Now if you have one child under six, you'll receive $300 per month. And if you have a child between 6 and 17, you'll get $250 each month.
0: Wow, I think that's great. I mean, for a lot of families, that extra bit of money each month is going to help buy things like groceries, and clothes, clothing, and sneakers, all the other things kids need does the legislation exactly. do anything for college students, though? I want to know that because I have one in college and one headed for college <laughs> next year.
1: <laughs> well, Tony, the news on that front isn't quite as of good, unfortunately. Yes, yeah, exactly. am so I'm, I'm I'm I apologize, <laughs> but <laughs> don't go celebrating yet. Sure. <laughs> now, while the plan doesn't directly include student loan forgiveness, it does contain a provision that any student loan forgiveness legislation passed between December 30th, 2020, and January 1st, 2026 will be tax free. Remember, loan forgiveness is generally taxable income. So let's stick to the education theme a bit longer, but go back to benefits for younger students. Sorry, Tony, not your kids. <laughs> the uh, American Rescue Plan provides $130 billion dollars for K-12 education. Specifically, the money is earmarked to reduce class sizes, improve ventilation, purchase personal protective equipment, and to fund additional steps that will help schools to reopen fully. Wow. Okay. I think we just heard an audible sigh of
0: relief from a lot of parents out there listening right now. <laughs> yeah, when, when they hear the words, help schools reopen. right. I mean, right. Everybody <laughs> wants the schools to reopen and, and exactly. learning to start again. And, and it sounds like this bill includes a few things that could help that. Uh, I think that's really important.
2: Well, I think you're right. I mean, I'd also like to mention the plan provides $40 billion for colleges and universities to supply emergency financial aid grants to students. Now, an additional $40 billion will find its way to child care providers via the Child Care and Development Block Grant program. So lastly, the plan includes $1 billion to the Head Start program also. Wow. Well, and that's a lot of great
0: information, Sue. I think we're all hoping that this money will get students back into school for real in-person learning. Now, what you know, We've talked a lot about individuals and education, unemployment, but what does this legislation do for business? I know you, you folks work with a lot of small business owners. We have a lot of listeners right. uh, in business out there.
1: Yep, you're exactly right, Tony. Um, and and it's an important thing for us to talk about, too, because there's a lot of businesses that are struggling right now. And basically, it's going to establish a new program for restaurants and bars that dedicates as much as $25 billion in pandemic assistance grants. Now, specifically, these grants can funnel as much as $10 million per company with a cap of $5 million per physical location. And it can be used to handle things like payroll, rent, utilities, and other expenses they incur. Uh, the, the, uh, the paycheck protection program is also going to receive an additional 7.25 billion and nonprofits will be permitted to apply for, for, for uh, forgivable loans to help them meet payroll and other operating expenses. So lots of stuff in there for businesses. Chip. Oh,
0: that's good. Now, the next thing I'm curious about is how some of this money is going to be used to actually address the pandemic itself. Uh, uh, I don't. I haven't heard anything about that. So, like, va- is it, is any of this money going toward the pandemic, like vaccinations or testing?
2: Well, yes, actually, roughly fifty billion from the American Rescue Plan will be used to cover additional COVID nineteen testing and contact tracing, and nineteen uh, billion will be dedicated to increasing the size of the public health workforce. And then about $16 billion will help cover vaccine distribution and supply chains. Yeah.
0: Well, that is good news. And personally, I've read a lot of articles out there about the growing concern local governments and school districts have about meeting their obligations in this time of smaller revenue over the past year. Does the legislation do anything to address those concerns, Cole?
1: Well, I think revenue declines are a very real worry. And in fact, the article highlights a Washington Post study that found 26 states saw revenue declines between December 2019 and December 2020. So the plan contains $350 billion in aid to states, cities, tribal governments, and U.S. territories designed to fill the gap left behind uh, by that lost tax revenue that the pandemic has caused.
0: Right. And as I was following the news coverage about all this, uh, potentially increasing the minimum wage to $15 an hour was one of the heated debate topics. Did
2: anything come from that? Well, there isn't a minimum wage increase in the legislation. However, there seems to be a lot of interest on both sides of the aisle for increasing the minimum wage in some respect. So it seems likely this is a topic that's going to heat back up probably fairly soon, yeah, I would imagine uh, there was a lot of controversy around
0: that and a lot of debate, uh, but you know the arrival of vaccines and now the passage of this uh stimulus uh, has me feeling more optimistic that a return to quote unquote normal life uh, may let's hope <laughs> yeah, may not be too far <laughs> off, right. Um, So, you know, we've been talking about this recently passed. It's called the American Rescue Plan. Uh, Most of us know of it as the most recent stimulus bill. And you've thrown out a lot of details and nuances and what they may mean for our listeners out there, as well as businesses and the community. Uh, What do you have for us next?
2: Well, now that we've gone through the American Rescue Plan, I thought we'd shift our focus just slightly and look at budgeting steps you may want to consider as society and the economy slowly returns to something close to normal life. Now, there was a recent CNBC article entitled How to Create a Budget for a Post-COVID World Financial Advisors. And it has some very useful and user-friendly insights.
0: Well, that sounds like a good plan because I think economic realities have changed a lot in big and small ways for a lot of people. What do you have for us first?
1: Well, the first step is to build a post-pandemic budget. Uh, during the pandemic's most intense months, many Americans weathered a lot of economic ups and downs because of fluctuating income, stimulus payments, and perhaps even an entire loss of income, depending on their situation. So as vaccination delivery continues to get better and better, it's time to sharpen your trusty number two pencil and get to work on that new budget. Ah, you use the B word, though budget. (laughs) People don't like that word, but
0: you know, (laughs) it's true. I think that updating your budget is illuminating though for a lot of people. I know my wife and I, since we started doing that regularly, uh, it's so good because it reveals spending patterns that were maybe exclusive to pandemic related restrictions that are now changing. And I'd be willing to bet for my wife and I, this is a huge thing. We both started working from home a year ago and our trips to the gas station were slashed dramatically. And, and right. but once now we're starting to head back into work more often, and we're going to be pumping gas regularly again, and inflation's starting to creep up because of all these stimulus bills. So we're paying more for gas. So you have to take these things into account and look at them. And if you do, you're going to feel better because you can plan for them, right?
2: Well, that's a really good point, Tony, because it's important to address all of your essential expenses when building a post-pandemic budget. Now, for families, that likely includes rent or mortgage payments, um, insurance, groceries, utilities, transportation, childcare, savings contributions, and debt repayments. So if the pandemic is nudging you towards comprehensive budgeting for the first time, don't forget to check out apps like Mint. Um, also, You Need a Budget and many others that may help make the, uh, the process a little bit easier. Right. And work with a financial advisor like yourselves uh, to really right. help have an overall
0: plan. And I think having uh, a budgeting app on your phone and computer is a great way to track your progress. What's next?
1: Well, the article also emphasizes the importance of identifying easily overlooked expenses. Uh, for example, we've seen food prices rise during the pandemic, and some of those price increases are le- uh, likely to remain. So if you have a fixed food budget on a monthly basis, you're probably going to need to bump that number up a little bit. Also, many people benefited from federal student loan deferments during the pan- pandemic. Uh, having that monthly payment uh, temporarily off the books probably let you make some adjustments elsewhere. However, because of the government's decision to defer payments, you can actually make payments right now that will reduce your principal without any interest accumulation. So you might want to think about that.
0: Well, for sure, and along those same lines, what does the article say about childcare expenses
2: both pre and post-pandemic? Well, during uh, the pandemic, a lot of families had more cash in their pocket because so many childcare programs were temporarily shut down. Now, at the same time, because of the increased operating costs and reduced uh, capacity that came with the pandemic, many child care facilities may never reopen. So what does that mean for you? Well, it could mean availability shortages and increased prices. So if you have young kids, you're really going to want to do your homework on this one so that you make the best decisions for your family and your finances. Yeah.
0: Good point, Sue. And I think that's really important. Now, unfortunately, we ran out of time for today's show. It flew by Cole. Is there anything you want to add before we go?
1: Well, Tony, just one final reminder for our listeners that when it comes to planning for their retirement in the midst of a pandemic uh, or post-pandemic or whatever we want to call whatever situation we're in right now, then uh, you really should have a financial advisor assisting you. Uh, Making sure you're taking advantage of all of the opportunities that you can. Working with a fiduciary is certainly a good strategy because then they, of course, have a legal obligation to work in your best interest. So if you'd like to schedule a complimentary consultation with one of our fiduciary advisors, give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com. And if you want to book that appointment right now, just click that yellow book now button.
0: All right. Thanks, Sue and Cole. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc., Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.